0: The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to chumpacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch-ch-chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things.
1: Happy Throwback Thursday, everybody! Ring, ring! Happy Throwback Thursday, Rob. <laughs> Thank you, Ke- I, Kevin. Guess where I am right now? This is a new. Um, this is a new thing for us. So I have a feeling it's a probably
2: it's warmer than where it is here because it's freezing in New York City right now. It right, is, it's you,
1: freezing in California. Oh, okay. Where are you? Okay, so folks, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I came home. I thought I was going to be like having a nice restful vacation. and I could talk to Kevin on Skype like we normally do, and I told Kevin I can't do that because I got so slammed with other things while I'm out here. So anyway, I'm standing in a parking lot in the middle of Thousand Oaks, California. <laughs> oh I'm my in front goodness. of a Ross's, and I'm looking, I'm looking at a total wine. And I'm 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 so desperate to get over there and get myself a big bottle of scotch well, at least and, she has and say and say Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, you know, Festivus for the rest of us. I just, <laughs> but I'm standing literally in a parking lot in a parking lot All doing my right. favorite things. Well, thank so, you,
2: and listeners, we apologize for being a wee bit late uh, on this Thursday evening. That this is the latest I think we've ever released the podcast. So we apologize if you were my mother Thursday always said... work.
1: <laughs> Make them beg for more, uh, and then okay, don't Mama give it Ro- to them. Okay, Mama Rose, <laughs> I'm the best Mama Rose in Time Daily.
2: <laughs> That's rough. That's mean. I saw That's the first that? preview. I saw the per- first preview of, of Bernadette. Did you really? I did. I remember it, and I was. I liked her. Yeah, I liked it.
1: I think she I'm going <laughs> to be a son. <laughs> That's a horrible bird of that piece. That was a really horrible, almost as bad as Eliza. But
2: let's not go there. (laughs) (laughs) My feelings. Oh Oh, dear. So how how
1: are things in California? Things are good. Everything is is lovely. Everything is good. I am standing in a parking lot. Okay, that was my Nathan Lane impression. I hope you enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. He I like, enjoyed it. I think. Did you? I, I think he did. Listen, <laughs> shut off. They're, yeah. they're, going, they're going to something else.
2: Anything big in theater news this week? Um, I'm trying to think. Do, do uh, we get nominated pretty, for a Tony yet? Things are winding down a little bit. Um, you know, the Jagged Little Pill opened, I think, like a week ago, and that got, you know, that was got, was very favorable, and it's everything you've said it is, and I can't wait to see it. Um,
1: a Jack, Little and, that was my nine. That was my nineties rendition. I hope you like it. It was very grungy and very edgy, and I really appreciated it. Thank you so much. That's the things I'm known for: grunge and edging. edging. There it is. Edgy.
2: <laughs> oh, I can Sorry. tell listeners I'm doing something this weekend. Um, oh yeah, what are you doing, area, uh, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm doing in a parody. I'm acting in a parody musical. It's the uh, a very mutant X-Men christmas uh so it's an x-men parody uh, musical i am it's spy cops uh and it is a it's a load of fun it's it's at the Pitt theater uh on friday night at eight o'clock and saturday night at 10 p.m the midnight viewing and guys it's actually really really, really funny um my chris my friend chris burtles uh, our friend and colleague chris burtles um uh me to do it And so it's uh Yeah It's it's loads of laughs And stories I am and the Cyclops, Cyclops And Mary Mitt. And David Thomas um, Yes yeah, <laughs> My name My autobiographical musical The Eye of the Cyclops Anyway um, Yeah So that's why I've been in rehearsals And I just got home And that's why We are talking late Listeners
1: If you're curious About our lives uh, Do you have a favorite thing Rob? Hi Why yes I do have a favorite thing Thank you so much For asking me Can I tell you How much I appreciate Your generosity And kindness During the holiday
2: season my cup run over, Bob. <laughs> With love. me. <laughs> it took balls. a second. I <laughs> just got it. My cup run over. <laughs> With love. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, for those of you who don't know
1: that's from I do I do. No, uh, yeah, I do I do. Yes, I do, I do. No, no it's from it's from Philemon. The other shut up. Smith. <laughs> I <laughs> the like classic. celebration, so you can just shut it, okay? All right, I like all right. Celebration. And listener, the, anyone? Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> favorite thing. Um, okay. So my favorite thing. Now you're going to think it's a little odd, but I'm going to throw it out at you. So my favorite surprised. thing is no. My favorite thing this week is a person, an individual. Oh. Yes. Okay. So when we started this podcast, there was somebody that we really, really wanted for a guest. We still have not gotten this person as a guest, and I would love to have them as a guest. But I sort of went down a YouTube rabbit hole of him. <sighs> a couple Ooh. of nights ago. And so my favorite thing this week is the one and only incredible Tony Award, Emmy Award winning actor, George Hearn. Oh. George Hearn. Oh, well, yeah. So folks, I love the bass baritone voice more than anything. <laughs> um, and George mm-hmm. Hearn... Well, I do. And George he, has Hearn, he has a distinct style. He has a distinct style of too. Any, any does too. Does not shy, shy away, away from whole... the double chin. Does not shy away No, from I, well, not okay. Now, let's be clear, Kevin. It's not only a double chin. It's <laughs> a diagonal double chin. No, it's a He opens technique? his mouth, and his mouth, like, goes on a diagonal, and this gorgeous instrument comes out of him. Um, uh-huh. So, for those of you who don't know, George Hearn is what we call Len Carreau Light. And... <laughs> <laughs> If you're, on, if you're on a Len Carreyou diet, oh, that's really you, good, get, you just go to the store and you get some diet Len you, and it's just a picture of George Hearn. Um, yeah. George Hearn is a brilliant dramatic actor um, yeah. who starred in such things as Dracula at Theatre Row and Scandalous, the Cassie Lee Griffin musical. Uh, but before, before all of those accomplishments, tell me how dare you, before all of those accomplishments, he was one of the go to. New York theater actors, especially for musical theater. Best friends with the great Colleen Dewhurst. Um, you probably know if you watch the Sweeney Todd movie because he's not the Johnny Depp one, but like the real one with Angela Lansbury. Or the real Cause, one? Because yes. he he took over for Len Cariou uh, right. and that. did it, and he's, his performance is preserved on film. Also, Unlocajo um, Fole played the role of Alban introduced mm-hmm. the world to I Am What I Am, um, although he sings and he doesn't really sound like, you know, <laughs> like he's. he's Dif- not at all. Dif- not um, at all. Not at all. Not I would love to see though George turn on Drew Paul's Drag Race because I think he'd be pretty good. It was like when they dress up the dads. When they when they, know, they dress, dress up the dads. When they dress up the, dress know, up the dads. W's, like with the Will Street guys. When, when they, they dress, dress up the dads. And they're like George, what are you? <laughs> I'm lip syncing to <laughs> lemonade. <laughs> oh, that's great, George. <laughs> I'll do a cooter slam at the end. <laughs> um, and then. And then mm. after La um he, he and it was for which he wanted a Tony Award, um, right. he was supposed to do that, remember that Treasure Island musical? Like, oh, it was goodness. called, like, 16 Pieces or something like that. Eight pieces, I don't remember. Um, not, yeah. By, by Julie to... Stein, because when you think of oh, the Caribbean. That, yes. You <laughs> think That's of the Caribbean, of like Julie, the Long Island. I have Julie Stein. <laughs> <laughs> not, nothing that like, I, got I got another one. I can
2: do one in 2 four. I can do
1: it in 2-4. <laughs> I can do it <laughs> in 2-4. I can four. do it in 2-4. He's a pirate. Yo-ho! Oh, okay, yo! Geez, well. slow down, Julie. <laughs> I think he'll be great. Um, and then uh, Sunset Boulevard, where he played Max the Butler, um, oh, and gosh, I about that. shaved his head. And you listen, let me tell you, if you're an actor and you shave your head, I applaud you. Because yes. what you're telling the world at that point is that bald is beautiful, and you have nothing to be ashamed about. So we That's are crazy. still holding out hope more than anything that George Turner will actually... Return one of our phone calls, and we'll come be on the podcast. I will go up to Essex County, wherever he is, and sit down and talk to him. So this but has been it, from year one, day Rob, one. like day one. I, mean, I remember the very and first I week thought that we, we did were this. Yeah. Get him. His agent yeah. was like, "Oh, he would love to talk to you guys," and then I never heard anything again. Well, wow, you're Thank really Lord. putting SOS out there. You're really. Deep. I really am because I really want to talk to him, and I really yeah. respect him. I really admire him. So you my favorite know? thing this week is the incredible actor George Hearn. Also, Golden Girls fans, I was he's, just going to say that. He's a teacher in the Chicken Little episode. He's the That's boss. right. And he saved <laughs> because of the Chicken episode. Yeah. A piece of good luck just fell in my lap. <laughs> Again, full out, full out. Like he's in an rumor, opera. Like Rumor horror. is, rumor is that that song was actually written by Jerry Herman for the I episode. Didn't that. I did I did hear that rumor before. I love that.
2: It's a good one. And he Again, also shows up on some murders, you wrote. The Chicken Little. Oh, yes. The, yes he, it's always funny when he doesn't let Carrier to two. But um, uh, the, it, you guys, the Chicken Little is a Golden Girls episode. Just Google that and you'll have to laugh. <laughs> Rob, where uh, well, well else can we, uh, well well. could you steer somebody? If they this,
1: they, if they did not know where to look for George Herman, what would you say you, you should do? Oh, like, my God. Go to YouTube. Yeah. And just type, oh my god, George Hearn, I am what I am. George mm-hmm. Hearn, Sunset Boulevard. George Great. Hearn, C. Todd. George <laughs> Hearn, Rob Schneider has an obsession. George yes, Hearn has a restraining order on Rob Schneider. <laughs> George <laughs> Hearn doesn't understand Rob Schneider. George <laughs> okay. Hearn doesn't seem to understand how much I love him and how much I He's would give so for him. .com. .net. .edu. At Comcast. Okay, what's your favorite oh, thing? So, funny. Um, so so, Let's hurry up. I think somebody wants the spot I'm standing in the parking oh. lot. <laughs> no, no standing. Um, no, so
2: uh, I, I, I was trying to think of something in the holiday spirit, because this is the last episode we will have before of the, the, the Christmas and the Hanukkah. Um, and, um, and I wanted to do something in the holiday spirit. And I, and I looked up shows. You know, we all know, like, Turkey Lurgy Time and et cetera, et cetera, Annie. Um, but there's one uh, of a show, and there's, there's kind of a very interesting history to this show. Um, there's a song in the show. That's called Who Says There Ain't No Santa Claus. Um, and it's, it's, a, it's actually, there's a totally, total holiday theme in this musical. And the musical I'm talking about is that golden chestnut from 1951. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's
1: gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say.
2: What? Why? Oh. What is a Flaherty? Well, that's what the show is about. F-L-A-H-O-O-L-E-Y. Flaherty. This is a musical that um, was written by the great American songbook writer uh, Sammy Fain, who gave us such hits as, like, I'll Be Seeing You. Um, he never had, like, a big, big, big musical. He wrote a lot of musicals on Broadway, like Hell's a Poppin' and Christine, but uh ankles away. Um, and including the 1964 famous flop that there's, like, a little recording going around of Something More, which starred Barbara Cook. Mm. And he had first met her or at least started working with her in this 1951 show, because she was starred in it, uh, along with a bunch of other people. Um, and there's another person that I've talked about on this podcast before, who was also the star, whose name is Emma. Sumac, that's right. The Peruvian songstress of like what, like a four or five octave range. Yes, um, you know, and she would do those like like I can't even I can't even try, and I'm going to do my family sleeping, and I wake them up. Um, but uh, so it, it, oh, and like I said, it was written by Sammy Spain, Yip Harburg. Um, Uh, And and Fred Sandy wrote the book and lyrics and directed it. And yet, Harburg, of course, um, this was not a hit, but people talk about this score as something that was just truly, really lovely. And it is truly lovely. And it's one of those scores from the late 1940s, early 50s that, you know, it was a a show tune, a good old, you know, a great song. They were really, they're fun. They're silly. They're a little... Campy, they're very campy. Um, this was a, definitely a, a, a satire piece. It was an allegorical tale. Um, Yet Harburg had just been blacklisted because, this was, of course, this is during the McCarthyism, and it was it was he, he, he you know there's no secret that Harburg was a very political writer. Uh, he was *Finian's Rainbow*, which was very a political piece, um, and he had done lots of stuff in that in that vein. And this was a, a, a direct offshoot of the pressure he felt, the cynicism he felt about the whole system, and this was sort of his reply. And so this is a story um set it's a socio political story. There's a guy named Sylvester, he works in a toy factory, his assistant, Barbara Cook, that he's in love with or you know, that love interest. Um, and she lifts him up. He should he can do more in the it, uh, E. G Bigelow, B. E. B. B. Bigelow is the guy who runs the factory. Um, this delegation, stay with me, from, um, Middle East, the Arabs come to town. Um, they have a, a land, they, they, uh, are worried about their, their oil because of nuclear energy, political, um, and that their oil will be obsolete. They need this genie and this lamp because the lamp's broken though, and they're a toy factory and they can fix it. But the toy factory is making this doll called a Flahuli. Have I lost you? Is everybody still with me? Uh, and this Flahuli doll. I'm up. Okay. So anyway, it's a silly story, but basically this, and then this, just like in the 19, you know, these early musicals they were contrived and this princess Najla, which is the Nima Sumak part, she just out of nowhere, just, she just sings these, literally there are no words. They are just vowel sounds for four minutes. But it's utterly fascinating. It's the weirdest thing. Her husband actually wrote those songs. Sammy oh, was not right, though. Oh, and Sammy so, wasn't good enough for them. No, no, break. no. Hubby Hubby wrote those three songs. And so and you can tell the difference. I mean, you're like, what the heck is going on? Now, this album, which I find fascinating as I was doing research on it and looking it up, uh, it used to be one of those, quote-unquote, lost musicals that, you know, I'm talking about Rob, and anyone who was like grew up in the pre-internet, these albums that were like... You unless you found the original record, you never heard this album, and yes. people would talk about it. And it was for and I this is before our generation, but in like the '60s and until 1977 when it was re-released, um, it it was this sort of like. This this treasured you know score because everyone knew it was this fun toe tapping score and then it was put on CD in 1993 and then and now it's like you know digital and all of that but I just find it interesting that it was a sort of collector's item that people like our friend Peter Felicia have, have talked about and have a relationship with and uh, I wrote a couple other articles about it that just really have a fascination uh, and to a lot of people uh, so anyway my my favorite thing is uh, the cast album or the show. Flahoolie. Oh, and at the end, the genie, after all this chaos ensues, he decides that he doesn't want to be a genie anymore and he decides to be Santa Claus. There you go.
1: Merry Christmas. Well, that's, so. that sounds kind of brilliant. Now, a little, little fun trivia. So, you know how it was all about dolls? Yes. Okay. So, Stephen Cole, one of our former guests, actually owns the Flahoolie doll that was used in the original Broadway production. Now, I can't remember what theater it was that. I want to say it was either like the Neil Simon or the Broadhurst or something like that, or the Music Box, I don't remember. Anyway, yeah. when, we, when we did a tribute of 54 Below to whatever that theater was, he brought in the Flahoolie doll, the Broadhurst, he brought in the Flahoolie doll, and the Flahoolie doll did a step and repeat, and I'll send you pictures of Oh, my goodness. Fun fact, the original doll
2: from the original show was supposed to say, when you pulled the string instead of laughing, because that's what it eventually did. But at
1: first it said, dirty red. That's how political it was. <laughs> oh, that's hysterical. Yeah, it's well, it's, 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 it's so nice and everything is still so political. <laughs> and speaking of political, now that the president has been impeached, don't forget, Kevin and I are now taking over the presidency, and the opening day of Plahuli will now be a national holiday. So you will get that day off. You're welcome. Um, we are, You're welcome. We are tearing down the Washington Monument and putting up a monument for George Hearn. Uh, so it's pretty <laughs> much the Washington Monument just on a diagonal.
2: Okay.
1: Right. All right. Oh, well, I w- thank you. I wish everybody a Merry Christmas, a Happy a Hanukkah. A wonderful Santa. holiday. So, yes, yeah. And then if you don't celebrate, just enjoy your days and listen to Fla Hooli. Uh I'm going to go now because I'm pretty sure somebody wants this parking space. Okay. Uh- <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone.